Holy films again, don't listen. See you in a faraway land. Your philosophy for what life is is quite far from the plan. You've been offered a hand, couldn't handle the band, so instead you took off in the end, left it all in the basement. I just read about lace. With the sun shower and elevated EPs, Elton took 2018 by the horns and has already spent most of 2019 on tour with No Name. That's what's up. He's here in the Vocalo studio, and we're so glad that he's home. Elton Aura, welcome to Vocalo. Thank you so much for joining me hello, today. Hello, hello, Jill. I'm so happy to be here. I want to start out by giving uh, Montgomery, Illinois, some love. Shout oh, out yeah. to Fox Valley. Paint me a picture of growing up there. Uh, cornfields. A lot of uh, renovation over time. Yeah. Is that suburban for gentrification? Oh, or yes. Can the suburbs be gentrified? I don't know. I think <laughs> the gentrification that happens in the city just kind of flows west and north and south. Yeah. And it just keeps going. Yeah. Did growing up in a place like that shape uh, the kind of art that you made as a kid? Um. Yeah. Because at times I felt isolated and I really held on tight to the people and friends that I felt like I connected to mm-hmm. uh, who didn't want to stay there their entire lives. Yeah, that's <laughs> real. I mean, there's, there's you know, two kinds of people from small towns, mm-hmm. people who are fine with it and people who graduate from high school and then get the F out. <laughs> we have to. We, we had to. My, me and my friends had to, had to get out of there. Yeah. And so when did you move to Chicago? How old were you? I just turned 19. Okay. That's a really good time to like turn a page start a chapter yeah. start something i thought so my parents didn't oh, okay <laughs> did they try to fight you on it? oh yeah oh yeah i remember the car conversation when i'm like so i'm i'm going to chicago uh-huh. I'm about to get an apartment mm-hmm. and we're gonna do this i'm doing this music and they're like no no you're not no you're not but <laughs> now we have great conversations about it <laughs> sure uh i mean it's their it's their job to make sure their baby is doing okay mm-hmm. and you know every parent worries but you, it's not as though you're moving across the country right it was only an hour away yeah so uh you're 19 years old mm-hmm. you're like mary tyler mooring throwing your, <laughs> your beret in the air right <laughs> making new friends and new connections what was the first stop for elton well i was in a band called the art of cool mm-hmm and it was like a fusion, jazz, rock, hip-hop type thing. And uh, I moved like three or four bandmates in High Park. We were living on like 53rd. We were doing shows at Reggie's. We did like three or four shows at Reggie's. Um, we did some stuff at uh, the Metro and Silver Room when it was in Wicker Park. Yeah. How has Elton, the man, changed over time from Art of the Cool and MDMC days? Oh, you know MDMC. Oh, you know. Your girl Uh-oh. does some research. <laughs> <laughs> so how has Elton the man changed? And how also has Elton the songwriter and Elton the performer changed? As the man, I feel like responsibility is the word. I had to just take control of my life and find out how to do both and hurt as least amount of people as I can because I, I love everybody in my life, you know. And I feel like I needed to find a balance where I can be responsible for my own stuff mm-hmm. while still, you know, holding on to my dreams and everything that I know I'm supposed to do in life at the same time. So as a man, I think my responsibility has definitely grown over time. And how's Elton, the, the songwriter and the performer, changed over the years? I'm experimenting a lot. 
especially now, like right now in my life, I'm kind of trying to forget everything that I learned up until this point when it comes to songwriting. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, Illinois' finest, Elton. You have been described, I've seen it happen, as an intuitive writer and a performer. Someone who just knows what a song might need. Where does that come from? I would say... It's a lot of things, but the band aspect, when I was in a band early on, like around 17, 18 years mm-hmm. old, and not being the only vocalist, uh, not being the only writer, and having to listen to multiple people and everybody like kind of giving their two cents, Yeah. sometimes you got to like step back, you know, and just be like, okay, where are my talents needed or where do I need to maybe be quieter, you know, and let this other person do this or, you know, just pick and choose. Yeah, I think that's where it comes from for the most part. When you think about arranging music and figuring out your place in a composition, what does that look like in your head? I really appreciate people who see music because yeah. my brain don't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of times I, I really like to create in the moment um, as a person who like raps. I know people send people beats to like, all right, get on this beat. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. I've done that. I've like rapped on beats that people have sent me, but... When we're creating in the moment, it, a lot of times it can start with just the initial melody and then just figuring out where to go from there. Sometimes words come immediately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like a melody I'll come up with. Sometimes it's a drum pattern. And then from there, I kind of like to put as much in as possible mm-hmm. and then start stripping stuff away and then like arranging from there. Cause as I'm realizing now in my creative process, it's changing, mm-hmm. it's still changing, it's still evolving. Um, I know I like to just get my ideas out as soon as I possibly can to yeah. keep them fresh and to keep them just like natural and I'm not thinking about it too much or too hard. Yeah. So I just get them out and then we can start like, okay, piecing stuff together, you know? I like that some of what you write lyrically and in your subject matter can be described as party music with a purpose like like you're speaking the truth to current events you're speaking about social issues but we're still just trying to have a good time yeah yeah how do you find that balance and why is it important for you to strike that balance after listening to some stuff recently that i've been making i just kind of realized that we're all like we all have a lot of sides of us and different different sides we're all very complex beings that's why you might hear a more somber song sometimes and you might hear a more upbeat song or the song's upbeat, but the lyrics are kind of more serious yeah. because we all like, you know, you go to a job every day. People go to jobs every day. And when I used to play sports, they used to say, uh, don't bring anything from the outside like into the, the inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave that at the door. Leave your ego at the door. Leave, you know, and we all kind of put on this mask. All the time, you yeah. know, no one really knows what's going on in our heads unless we let them know. So I think with my music, it's just humanized. Like I try to be as human as possible and as imperfect 
and perfect all at the same time. Time isn't waiting and I'm only aging. Into the cliff, I'm anticipating. Only attempt to be mentioned with greatness. Shifted by birds who escape from their cages. Only see me at the rarest occasion. It ain't for the bread of my family, I can't make it. My girl with a king, she courageous. Like a Coretta from the ghetto. She got that heart from the heavens, but she get that look from the devil. Dripping with fantasy, slip through my melody. Melanin, show me true colors. I'm Jill Hopkins. This is Vocalo. I'm talking to Elton. You've made a lot out of the last six months of your life. It is it is kind of nuts. That brings me to ask you how your January was. I personally, I got my garage door fixed and I thought that was cool. But I mean, I guess going on tour with No Name is pretty cool. <laughs> no, you took steps. You definitely took steps. Speaking of responsibility. <laughs> right. Tell me about that experience. Where did y'all go? And what was uh, the rest of the country's reception to you? It was one of the most amazing times of my life for so many reasons. We went to Detroit first. Mm -hmm. And they don't play in Detroit. Like you That's can't, what I hear. You can't come with any mess right. to a town like that. And the energy in that building, for one, I have to just give no name her credit because she's pretty much setting the tone. She's not pretty much. She is setting the tone. She's setting the tone for the type of fans that she has just based on her vulnerability and based on like how she has put herself out there as an artist and a person. Um, so you just got to trust that the fans there, they're no name fans, yeah. you know? Um, so they're real, they're real, you know? So when I was coming up, I just, I was just going to be myself, you know, give the energy that I, that I give out and see how receptive they are. And Detroit, they were pretty receptive from the jump. Um, and it kind of set the tone for the rest of the tour. Mm -hmm. Every day I was like, okay, maybe we can change this or do this or move this song over here or add this to the, to the set. Um, it went from 35 minutes to 40 minutes. I made sure that was okay with them. <laughs> <laughs> we just had ideas. Uh, but yeah, the traveling, everybody kept telling me, like, it doesn't seem like your first tour. And I, after thinking about it, like, since I've been home, I was like, okay, it's probably because I'm just so used to moving around so much that tours. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but... Um, <laughs> Life teaches you lessons even when you don't know that it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it was it was amazing though. The the crowds were all very very dope, very receptive uh, of what me and the band were doing. And then I got to watch Room Twenty Five set live every single night. Man, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and she is uh, you know on top of her game as well. Tell me about that. That phone call or that day when she's like, yo, pack a bag. Let's go. Um, it's really crazy. I was not having a good day. Um, I was going through some personal issues. Okay. Love issues. Mm-hmm. And I was literally in my bed. Like, I'm, I'm a general, generally happy person. Yeah. But I was down that day. And I, was, I took a nap in the mid midday. Took a nap. And then... My manager texted me. He was like, have you seen your email? I was like, <laughs> nah, nah. He was like, check your email. And I look at the email, and it's a, it's from her booking agent asking if I want to go on tour with No Name. I'm like, what? I jumped out the bed so <laughs> fast. Like, like it was so fast. It was like almost like I was late for something. Like, I jumped out so fast, and I was like, uh, yeah, we're doing this. And uh, I made Lucid. And that was it. <laughs> I just took a nap, then woke up in heaven. Put a stack down on my wings, spinning up the ledges.
I want to give folks the info. Go to elton.life or on Instagram, elton.aura or on Twitter, MC underscore EL. Thank you so much. Stack down on my wings, spinning up the left. Feeling like some bedding, yeah. All I see my breath.